Hello fans, and hello fix. Welcome back to Suck My Fanfic. I'm Alex. And I'm Ryan. And we are your co-hosts for today. And if you don't know who we are... My, how lost have you gotten? Yeah, where, yeah where the fuck did you... What what, what rabbit hole, yeah. what sequence of things did you click on to get here? Quite frankly, your parents should be disappointed in you. You, you went on a digital odyssey. You really did. You got lost for ten dec- a decade in the wilderness. Yeah, and I feel bad for you. And you found your you found your home. Yeah, your home. Home? Yeah, your home with us. Come on, we got like fifty episodes, fifty four episodes. Besides yeah. this one coming in. Yeah, it's the fifty fifth. And if you count all the guest episodes, I mean, well into sixties. Well into six hundreds. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Wait, the ones that we hosted or other people host for us? And this person, they're probably going to find all the spin off episodes that we don't even know about. But That's they're, true. They're, they're they're an internet sleuth. Good for you. They're gonna end up wow. on another another dimension's internet and the other one. Well, now I'm happy. Fix my Sandstock podcast in an alternate dimension. Now I'm happy that they're listening. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Fearless traveler, welcome. Thank you, traveler. Uh, just to start, do you have two AirPods? Two sets of AirPods? Yeah. I have the original AirPods uh-huh. and the AirPods Pro. Oh. The AirPods oh. Pro. They are not AirPod Pros. I will have you know. I don't get the difference. They are AirPods Pro, not AirPod Pros. All right, you're gonna have to it's explain. like the attorneys general as opposed to attorney generals. You're going to have to explain this to me. That's just how it's pronounced. People say AirPod Pros. It's AirPods Oh, Pro. I thought there were two different things. No, 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 no. They are. One doesn't exist. AirPod Pros don't exist. It's a made-up word. It's a thing that doesn't exist. But AirPods Pro exists. That's right. That's Is that like when people there. call them iTouches, and then you get those people like, they're not iTouches, they're iPod Touches. And yes. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's just an iTouch, you little bitch. Yeah. Okay. So it's just an AirPod Pro, you little bitch. It's, it's in it. Those are, that is an AirPod Pro. Nice. They Dude, are the AirPods Pro. What's the price difference? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there an actual difference in quality? I got those. Yeah, this Dead one is like noise canceling. The AirPods Pro have noise canceling. Okay, the Galaxy Buds. The cheapest Galaxy Buds are no- noise canceling. I got those, in, I got the original ones Oh, you in did. College I remember you telling me that. When uh, I did well in a and class. you were like so bougie. I was like, it. I was like, okay, I, uh. I was like, I'm going to reward myself, so I got them when they first came out. And then those died conveniently, looking for bugs around the room. They conveniently died right when the AirPods Pro came out. Oh, wow. So I was like, man, Apple really knows how to build a life cycle into their stuff. They really do. Hey, uh, Tim, I got this thing. It's called AirPods Pro, and they're going to be great, and they're noise-canceling. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. They're noise-canceling? They're awesome? Yeah, they got a great battery. Let's come out with a worse one. Not (laughs) noise-canceling. Worse battery life. And we'll make them break after two years. Yep. But what about the... And then then your thing comes out two years later. And they're like, word, word. And also, it's mine. They did just come out with the Galaxy Buds Plus. Mm. You and wouldn't call them Galaxy Bud Pluses, would you? I would. All right. Well, let's go. I would. Let's... The, the case looks like a this bean. This might be our last It episode. looks like a bean. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, I, I don't have them, though, because the Galaxy Buds work just well. Mm-hmm. Except for that one time that mine broke and I had to get them. Uh, replaced by Samsung. But it was honestly pretty painless and they sent me a brand new pair. Nice. It wasn't even a refurbished pair, it was a brand new pair. Free of charge. Yeah. And it was it was I had done nothing to them. They uh, apparently they had an issue where the right one just dies. Nice. Left one keeps going, right one just dies. I honestly thought I was losing my hearing for like a week and I was like so concerned. I'm like, what have I been doing to yeah. lose my right ear hearing? And I would sit there and I'd be like <laughs> Like into my no, ears. It doesn't tell you like when it's gonna die, it just like cuts no, out. No, I literally just Oh my god. It literally just cuts. Oh, it, 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 it's not even like a battery issue. It's literally just like the thing just stops working. Oh, so yeah, it just shuts off. I had no idea. Huh. Yeah. Well, so, nice. They replaced them. Which total recall. Total yeah. Bud's call. Yeah, total Bud's call. Hmm. Well, that was good. That was a good waste of time. What are we doing? Oh, we're doing fan fiction stuff. Yes. Um, so I have, if you don't know us, we, uh, we read, rate, review, and talk about fan fiction, and most things fan and pop culture, I would say, right? 
for the most part. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Touched on every facet of modern pop culture. You think about what is the pulse of the moment. Neil Gaiman. Fucking doom. Frank Herbert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, yeah, a science fiction writer who died like 30 years ago. <laughs> his son. Yeah, his son, who's like 90. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, sick. That's the good. hot button issue. The hot button. <laughs> the thing that everybody is reading. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, gay cowboy that you like to listen to. He just came, Orville Peck, he just came he out with a new album. album. Yeah. He's got a song with he's, Shania Twain. He's very popular. I know, he's, he appeared he's on like uh, some late night show. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's actually, he, he'd be blowing up. You called him before he blew up. He's just like my AirPods Pro. Just just like you. I listened to Orville Peck on my AirPods Pro. Just like your AirPods Pro. Way back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, uh, we uh, should we, we'll plug everything. So we got a Twitter. Yeah. We're plugging everything like three minutes in the <laughs> Plug it, plug it, plug it. We got a Twitter, follow us there. I mean a Facebook and a this is for the people who listen to the tops and bottoms. You just check in at the beginning yep, and check scroll it, to the exactly. end. Plug it twice. I'll plug it at the end, too. Plug it twice. We also have a Patreon. Uh, you could I'm going to call you an, one of those extension cords, because you're going to have multiple plugs. Got them. Boom. And isn't that just a uh, whatever, power adapter? Power strip. Power strip, called, yeah. yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. In Florida, you really have to have those for the hurricanes. Yeah, there's a surge protector. Yeah, surge protector. Those are good. Um, really expensive, though. Really expensive. Anyways, we got those things. Uh, give us money on Fiverr if you'd like. Not Fiverr, fucking. Well, that's don't that spoil. Is, that it. is don't the spoil episode. Uh, Patreon if you'd like. Uh, and we also have YouTube. So follow us there and uh, slide into our DMs or something. I don't know. Yeah. We got our exclusive content on. Uh, yeah. On Fiverr, not yeah. Fiverr actually on Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also have Podchaser if you want to rate us there. We'd love some ratings. We really haven't had any. Yeah, Podchaser. Podchaser's cool. I still like Podchaser, yeah. even after we, we did it for the uh, leave a review, get the donation kind of deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but thank you for listening. Here we are. Uh, we I have an opening topic. Are you ready? What's the shirt? It's a Mashable article. I've been I've been scouring yeah. the, f- the front page of Mashable. I told you it was a Mashable article, and now you've like just been looking at Mashable and reading me dumbass like head headers for articles. It's just another trash website. I mean, we we dunked on BuzzFeed last episode. Let's dunk on Mashable. Dude, there's so much like it's like they're like fast food restaurants. These yeah. websites, yeah. they're just like garbage. I, I just I love too that we just we live dude in- look enjoys quality sound at home with our favorite bookshelf speakers. One of their top yeah. stories. So top, it's on there twice. It's on there twice. It's so trash. And then the biggest thing on the fucking page is an ad. It's huge. That's so big for like this like. That's literally like like what is that? Twenty percent of the screen is just an ad. I don't even know what that is. No, that's an ad. And then that. That's ad. an ad too. These are all ads. What? This is this is like the South Park episode where they're trying to figure out what that what's an ad and what isn't. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? This but, is like the Death Stranding. Oh, it just changed. Oh Jesus, that looks even more like an ad. Okay, whatever. Jesus. Speaking of which, I think I just think this is funny. Uh, not getting political in the slightest, but during the DNC. You know how they were like streaming everything online? Yeah. On YouTube, which is the best website to watch live streams. Okay. Um, for for that for like political shit. Uh huh. Guess who bought the most expensive space you can buy on YouTube? The ad. What's the? Is that that box right next to the video? No, it's the very. It's literally when you log on to the website. It's the big bar. That's the most expensive. I one. assume Donald Trump. Donald Trump, because the DNC didn't buy it themselves. No checkmate. Are Liz. you stupid? Checkmate yeah, I mean that, that really is a checkmate. Like. Just buy it. They were going to sell it to you. Have, like, you seen, have you seen some of the Donald Trump ads on YouTube? Oh, yeah, like, they're insane. Where it's like Joe Biden like comes out of the Zoom screen yeah. and like eats the person. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, probably it's insane. It's so good. But like uh, those are the memes that the yeah. kids like. Yeah. They yeah. don't like healthcare. We they do don't be, like social security. We do be like relatable, the memes. though. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, that, that, I just love it. I love how we have like these serious like socio-political and like scientific issues at the moment. 
and then Mashable will sit there and like try to take you like try to make me take it seriously for like something that's really important and then it'll then it'll literally have an article titled give me a second because at the bottom of the page I'm looking at a beginner's guide to the best porn games what to play and what you should know you know what's at the top also also you know what just popped up that's another fucking (laughs) above their mask I do have that oh no I have an ace never mind what uh, above their masthead, an ad just popped yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But like their number one tab, mental health. Mental so that ad, checkmate. That, that ad slash checkmate, uh, whatever article. I don't even know what they're called anymore because they don't exist. Article. Um, that's not an article. That's that's a mental health. They're all dude, They're health. all just portals to ads. That's what I'm saying. They don't ads. Yeah. Articles don't exist. It's just ads. Word, yeah. Man, South Park really was on the money though. That whole ad thing on the internet. Like they really did be on the money there. Rebecca Ruiz, senior reporter at Mashable. Is this by Rebe- Rebecca Ruiz? Which one? Your article? No, it's by Morgan Sung. I only, I only read Rebecca Ruiz. She's the she's the senior reporter. I will. Morgan's gonna, gonna 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 lead us in. Why smut fix are so popular in the LGBTQ community? I, I accidentally clicked on an ad. Of course you did. Is it okay? So here's here's my question. This has nothing to do, and I don't think either of us are qualified to talk about this, so we can stop like immediately. Have you ever heard people call it the LGBTQ community? No, it's kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. But if I said it, is it? That kind of rolls it. Is in. it a homophobia? If I said it. I've never heard it, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, they, I don't know they, if you're not allowed to say. They it. call it the community. I like that. The questioning community, I assume. Nintendo Switch has cut deep into porn traffic. Yeah, there's a lot of porn articles on this they website. Really Jesus. are. Uh, okay, why smut fix are so popular in the LGBTQ community? She didn't say plus, so just want to throw that out there. Yeah, she didn't give it. What's 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 correct for me to say? Who knows? August eighth is International Female Orgasm Day, and we're celebrating with an entire week dedicated to exploring the business and pleasure of porn. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, that was pretty clever. Hmm. The business and pleasure of porn? Yeah. I, I can go for that. Okay. If watching porn isn't for you, consider reading some smutty fanfiction. Isa, Issa, a fanfiction writer who preferred not to share the last name, began writing smut last fall, quote, partly as sort of a rebellious thing against the whole conservative Midwest upbringing. Well, now I know where you live, so yeah. game over, Libs. Game over, we got you. Which is a bit silly since I'm queer and pretty actively beyond that now, Isa said in a Twitter DM. Honestly, I was better at it than I thought I would be, so it's almost like you had a straw man that you were fighting, and I don't know, whatever. Their first fic, their first fic was a one-shot or a standalone story. Because it ended up, quote, getting some attention on Archive of Our Own, an online archive for sharing fan art and fan fiction, Isa explained it into a really ridiculous long fic that tried to balance a lot of serious plot and emotions with porn. What's it called? No, PWP, Porn with Plot. Mm-hmm. It's Porn with Plot. Waste of time, that's what I said. The result, a multi-chapter, three-part epic exploring the relationship between Felix Hugo Fraldarius and S- Sylvain Jose Gautier, mm. two characters in Nintendo's fantasy game franchise Fire Emblem. What the fuck? It clocks in at 97,259 words, roughly a novel. That's a novel. She wrote a novel. And then I kind of fell into smut fandom a lot more actively than I meant to. You pick a couple characters, figure out one or two intense emotions they need to be feeling for the scene to really work, and mix and match some sex to complement that. Okay. Easy. And you know what? I, I, look, I, I feel the need to applaud Mashable. They use the correct compliment. I mean, you know, with, with how trashy these fucking websites are, when mm-hmm. you get something right, I'll applaud you. Because we, I mean, we dunk on them a lot. Like, right, right, right. Trash. What? What do you? What do you? What's so great about that? The, that quote? The fact that they quoted? They didn't even write that. No, no, no. I'm literally, I'm literally clapping because of the fact that it's the right version of compliment, the right spelling of compliment. Oh, okay. That's why I'm clapping. Because hmm. it's a very easy thing to mess up with the I instead of the E. No, it's with the E instead of the I. That's what, it's easy to mix up by putting... Oh, yeah, 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 you got me, you got me. They added that although most fanfiction writing can be formulaic, smut writing is formulaic in a weirdly refreshing way because of the nature of its content. <laughs> I'm so sick of formulaic things, but I want something familiar and formulaic. And refreshing? 
You pick a couple characters, figure out... Oh, okay, I already said that. Fan fiction, as we know it, has been around for more than half a century. In the 1960s, Star Trek fans wrote short stories about their favorite characters in zines that were printed and distributed at early science fiction conventions. In the early days of the internet, writers posted their work to sites specifically designated for certain fandoms. Fanfiction.net, founded in 1998, okay. established a catch-all platform for any and all fandoms to post and read fix. That's right. In the last two decades, fanfiction has flourished on sites like Wattpad and Archive of Rome. While fanfiction remained relatively niche, through the aughts finding a home on sites like LiveJournal, Tumblr's popularity in the early 2010s normalized much of fanfiction in a larger internet culture. Phrases like AU and shipping became widely known terms on Tumblr. The culture around fanfictions is so popular, adaptations of popular fiction... Okay, I mean, if you listen to us, you know most of us all already, but this is funny. This is actually funny. I'm skipping a little bit, but it says, After a novel-turned-2019 movie based on Harry Styles drew criticism from fans for infringing on the star's privacy and personhood. Regardless, it still made more than... 420. $69 million no. dollars in box office oh, sales. their favorite number. <laughs> That's fucking it. sick, dude. That's so It made dope. $69. $69 million. And not even to mention how much money they made off the Mountain Dew Code Red sales. Exactly. $69 million. 420 for Code Red Mountain Dew. It's natural that the most commercially successful fan fictions are based on not just romance... Butt sex. Butt sex? Butt sex. Single T. That could be a typo. I just applauded him. Could be two, it could have meant to be two Ts. And, while Tumblr's usership took a nosedive after the platform banned pornography, erotic fanfiction still thrives online, especially in the LGBTQ community. Aside from featuring some... Aside from often featuring same-sex pairings, reading and writing fanfiction accommodates for a deeper understanding of the relationship between characters. Dr. Helen Wyatt, a sex therapist and fanfiction reader herself, in parentheses. Oh, it's like a secret that yeah. they're letting us yeah, know. Yeah. At the Center of Mindful Living in Chicago, Illinois, that just sounds, that literally sounds like a cult. The Center for Mindful Living? She's a doctor at the Center for Mindful I'm just not there. Noted that most porn lacks context necessary for arousal. That's not true. What are they talking about? What are they talking about? I, I honestly. I'm actually, I'm actually, I've started to read along because I'm having, finding it very hard to, to, to see. I get it, I get turned off when there's context. Lacks context because you're a dude. That's fine. You're just trying to see an ASCII uh, representation of some titties. People need to be wined and dined before they're 69 million. You got me. And nothing was the same after. Dabs and blueberry. There are some exceptions, but pornography rarely flushes out storylines, character arcs, and lust. Yeah, do you know what it is nowadays with these Gen Zers? Step parents. That's the lust. It's step step siblings. That's the that's the forbidden that's, love. That's just a shortcut yeah. to an unearned, unrequited love. Apparently, the rest story you get yeah. context. You get you, the, you set the circumstance. You don't need to be oh step brother, oh step pizza delivery man. Yeah. You know, it could just it could just be two people. Isn't it weird how my stepdad is also my pizza delivery man and my pool boy? It's no. just weird. No. The main... <laughs> what are you talking about? That's main... not weird at all. Honestly, I will... That's an expanded cinematic universe. You know what is a big turn-off, though, in part? What's that? When there's, like, a clock in the background, and they, like, make cuts, and the, the time's totally off. It's like, ah, I knew you had to stop and, like, get fluffed up. Yeah, that's, uh, that's... Yeah. It's Someone's... the continuity! You gotta have a just clock guy. Just fix the continuity! You gotta have a clock guy. Somebody... Uh, you have to have a make clock Make it a green guy. screen! They just fix it in post! They need to be on the clock at all times. You know you know they add the extra the extra jizzies, the extra cummies in post. Why don't they add the, the clock to make it right? It's these things... It's this attention to detail that makes me not care about porn and only read smut. Exactly. The main outcome is the orgasm, Wyatt said in a phone call with Mashable. Why is it even... That's, that's actually why said is that necessary in every... Point? That's actually said in every Mashable conference. The main outcome is the orgasm. And erotic fan fiction is more about the journey. It's about context. Often the ability to lose yourself in the context of a sexual situation is what creates the best shot. sexual experiences and the most fulfilling rise to climax, which is hard to find in pornography. Do we want to keep going? Is this even is this is this something that we're the beginning of Fifty Shades oh, okay. of Greed? 
Where do you see that? Third installment in E.L. James? James? Here you go. Here's a typo for you. It's E.L. James, right? I don't even know where you're looking. Is this still in the same... How far down did you go? Dude, it, it, like the ads keep moving my screen down <laughs> the very top there. Oh, I skipped over that. It is, yeah, she, she, there's <laughs> a fucking, I knew there was a typo. You skipped the typo. I skipped the typo. Look at, I'm, I'm covering for them. Larry Stylinson, a portmanteau yeah. ship name for boy band heartthrobs. I like that portmanteau. And this, I mean, this actually, she, she addresses something. Um, Wyatt, the sex therapist, because you haven't been talking about her for the past five fucking uh, paragraphs and I forgot who she is already and I'm an idiot mm -hmm. acknowledge the uncomfortable nature of smut fix but noted that they provide a safer platform for someone to explore potentially harmful kinks and desires she said it boils down to a deeper ethical question about sexuality I work with my clients I work with this with my clients when we're, uh, when we're fantasizing about someone is that consensual for them if they found out Wyatt said I don't know that there's a definite line of consent for people that these fan fictions will be written about mm. which is like taking precautions like never tag what stop it with the ads okay um, is like never tagging celebrities in social media about smut fix is perhaps the safest way to go Fans would be hard-pressed to stop fantasizing about their idols, but can at least shield them from the dirtiest aspects of, of their admiration. This is just like the Suck My Fan News with Zhao Zhang. We've been way ahead of this, man. Yeah. They didn't even talk about what happened. That's literally, that, that, that's, that literally cut off AO3 to billions of people, specifically millions of people in China, who they are talk about it in the hypothetical. super in the closet. They talk about it in the hypothetical when you can have a literal concrete example. Instead of burying this, like, this is what this if? is this is an actual example that they could be using right now. Right. This is why they're fucking trash. They it don't do any fucking website. They call one sex therapist, <clears throat> and they have to mention her multiple times. They don't even get E.L. James's name right. Shh, 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 shh. Let's read the ten entertainment treasures we missed from the two thousands. So you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> I totally forgot about why I was angry. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Where am I? Like any alternative to porn, smut fix don't have to be that deep. Sometimes you just want to read about Draco getting magically pegged by Hermione. <laughs> no, you don't! <laughs> Sometimes you do. <laughs> I will be honest. Last time I went on AO3, I did search for Draco pegging Hermione. Did you? No. What? <laughs> That's the article. I mean, we skipped over some other parts, but... You didn't even touch on the ad. The, the spil This pillowcase is quickly becoming the must-have gift of 2020. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. Okay, I was, gonna, I was literally going to click on it and then it disappeared. I was going to do it. Not sponsored, but hey, this is a good pillow. It's the most popular one in 2020. Fun, epic, memorable. The forever spin. It's like that top from oh, Inception. Oh, that is the top from Inception. Dude, I want to get that. Apparently, uh, they re-released Inception in China. <laughs> Mashable, you were total trash. Uh, what your dog is trying to warn about it. They sleep all day. <laughs> I'm, I'm, off, I'm off Mashable for the next two hours. I'm but on with Mashable. Apparently, they, they re-releasing Inception in China. I actually don't think it ever was released in China. I could be wrong about that. Don't tell yeah, me. Because it has that Chinese actor in it, and they can't, they can't have that. Is that Ken Watanabe? He's a really good actor. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I think he's Japanese. Sorry. That's okay. Um, just Shinzo Abe. Stepping he down. He did step down. He's sick. I wonder where he's gone. I feel bad for him. He's like a pretty good guy. Yeah, I seem cool. Yeah. Japan hasn't really had any problems in the past 75 years for some reason. Yeah. Oh, except for that time that the politician was stabbed on stage in the 50s. Right. Anyways, they were uh, re-releasing... that time in the 40s. When that I, was, I said it's 75 years. That, that's about right around, you know, 45. Um, and I guess in the trailer, they, like, put the spin for the top in the trailer, and people were really upset, saying that that spoiled the movie. You have no idea. I, don't, I, I still don't even know what that means. I watched the damn thing. What do you mean you don't know what it means? I'm just kidding. I'm oh, like, it's so confusing. It's so yeah, complicated. Yeah, yeah. You would have no idea. Yeah. I, I mean, again, South Park nailed it with their Encheepshin episode. Yeah. Unless but they had it like it's fall so over cool. and then yeah. Leo was like, what the no, fuck do Like. Right. Yeah. I was actually going to go and see the Inception re-release 
There's actually it's still coming out, but there's no reason for me to see it anymore because they were going to put an exclusive Dune trailer in front of it, ah. and then they never did. Dude, put anything in, put an exclusive Dune trailer in front of a Mashable article, and you're there. I'm there. Literally, if you were like, "Hey, we have a three-hour movie, which is like just all my least favorite things and people." It's like the it's like the post, except it's Mashable. Yeah, yeah. And but they were like, "Yeah, the only way you can watch the Dune trailer is if you watch this first. I'd be like. I'm skeptical, but I'm in. I'm in. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Look, I can zone out for three hours. I, I can totally zone out for three hours. Think about something else? <laughs> for three hours, absolutely. Um, well, okay, so what, what, any thoughts on the article? Trash? Obviously yeah. trash. Trash. Absolute trash. trash. Mashable's trash. Covered before. You're not, you're, you're not covering anything new. Trashable. It's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, all their stuff. Good points. No, no doubt. Good points. Solid points. I, I yeah. agree with all of it, but yeah. the trash I hate. And, it's yeah. just it's what every fucking website on the on the on the uh, internet does, where they just recycle each other's shit. Yeah, just, that's all it was. So yeah. unless you're Rebecca Ruiz and you're writing gold, hard hitting, that's true. journalistic integrity that's infused true. gold. You literally had something that was international news that affected literally, literally billions of people that you could have spoken about, and you did not in your garbage. You are, quite frankly. We covered it, and we're not even mashable. If this tells you how my life's going, it's noon, and I'm drinking a blueberry ale. That's the fucking person that has to cover Zhao Zhang, but mashable can't. Is it because you want that sweet China money mashable? You have no fucking balls. I'm just going to Google fanfiction 2020 and see if it comes up. It should. No, the thing is no one wanted to cover it because it makes China look authoritarian, surprisingly. What are you talking about? And, uh, yeah, no, it is slightly difficult to find. You can't just Google fanfiction and find it. I, I know. I tried Googling fanfiction news, it didn't come up. That's big news. That's like, that's not, I'm not just saying that because we talked about it. That's big news. That's literally them censoring the world, basically, and getting rid of an, uh, a, a, a platform for uh, expression. Oh, for... no, no. If you type in archive of our own and go on, um, go on the news tab, it's like the first four stories. Okay, good. But the very first story is why smut pics fix are so popular in the LGBTQ community. Is that the Mashable one? That's the very, that's the very first article. Yeah, trash. Probably because they knew I wanted to go back and read it. I'm probably. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm in. You got, I'm, you got me. I'm, I'm in. I'm back. You get my click money. I'm writing it again. I'm so... Yeah. God, what a, what a powerful algorithm. I'm so afraid of the algorithm. They're like, hmm, you just read this article. Would you like to read it again? Yeah. <laughs> there, are, there, there are some times with the, with the algorithm where like I'm looking... You know, I just I just um, finished Pokemon Shield. And I'm like trying Congratulations. to... Congratulations. I appreciate it. I'm trying to look up like different ways to level up. You know, like you know how someone how the weird ways level up. Yeah, yeah. And so I'd be like, you know, like Snom uh, evolution. Right. It's got to be standing next to this rock at this time yeah, of day. Yeah. What for milsery? You have to spin while the milsery is holding a berry, and if you spin for a certain amount of time in one direction, it'll turn into something else. That's like some like Castlevania stuff where yeah. they're just like, let's make it really weird, and then people will think it's cool. Yeah. And I think it's cool. Yeah, it's not cool. It's milsery. They turn into a cream puff. Did you do it? They t- yeah, twice. Because <laughs> I ran out of milseries. Um, someone's got to get a bridge checked. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's just going to sail through that intersection. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but you know, I'd be like, Snom, evolution. And then it would pop up. And I would go to the next Pokemon. And I, as I'm typing in, like, the first two letters, it would be like, that Pokemon name? And then evolution, I'm like, yeah, you got me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm looking for. Well, that's just easy. That's the time in my life where I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so it's I'm like, look, this is what you're here for. It's Take why all I'm my information it. and optimize it. So I just, like, look at it, and it's yeah. like, boom, how do I get a Raichu? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's ride. Thunderstone. Yeah, I didn't really need to Google that one. No, but, you know. Yeah. No, that's in, that's in the anime. Yep. Yeah. And the manga, I believe. It is. Yeah. Yeah, Lieutenant Surge is in the manga, yeah. yeah. So for the fic this week, yeah. for the fic this week, uh-huh. um, we're not original. I think I think that's well known. 
And all uh, we do is read other people's stuff. That's our I mean, main that's content literally is, is content created by other people. Exactly. We are essentially the Mashable of, of fanfiction. Of fanfiction. Yeah. A and podcast. A, 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 yeah, a podcast. We're more Mashable than the Mashable podcast. Yeah. We're literally mashing things together. Mm-hmm. And in some fanfictions, people are mashing their dicks together. Yeah. Only their dicks. Only their dicks. Uh, and we. Not original, and it's a very big trend on YouTube at the moment on the YouTubes. Besides the e- TikTok e boy uh, eye roll, which uh, gets me wet every time, it's a big trend for uh, experts. You know the uh, you know professional artists reacts to Fiverr purchases. Mm-hmm. So they'll go on to Fiverr, Fiv- Fiverr, Fiverr. They'll buy a bunch of shit and they'll be like, "Oh, this one's really good. Oh, this one's not good." Oh, <laughs> um, oh man! So waiting for some hot takes just like that. Not being original. I'm sitting there and I'm like, judging. Let's get a fucking five cash in on that. I'm looking yeah. for another quick million listen episode. We have so many. Let's have yeah. another one. Let's just start another intro. one real quick. And so what do we do? Fiber fan fiction. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to re-record this. Yep. But we're going to, or I'll go out and get them because I was supposed to get some. I'll go out and get That's some. That's the next episode. And then what we'll do is we'll record ourselves on, like for a YouTube video, we'll be sitting like with a laptop yeah. with like a bunch of hip stickers on it yeah and then like a colorful background and we'll just be like we'll play playful music behind it and be like the uh the host of fan fiction whatever this podcast is called i don't even know yeah i don't even know what the name of this podcast is. i don't even know that we're doing a podcast are we is that thing plugged in i don't think it is all right what are we doing here we got some fiber stories yes yes mission so 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 i was i was like big brain moment i want to cash in on this also what's coming up the 55th episode so what do we do episode 55 fiber holy shit that's so many fives five that's five backwards 9-11. 9-11. God damn you, George Bush. 55. You can't see me. And, uh, yeah, so we're just stealing other people's ideas. And uh, I commissioned some Fiverr uh, authors. Excellent. Uh, to write about Ryan. They're all about me. They are all about you. Whoa! They're all about you. In, like, different universes? Different or? things. I gave them all different assignments. <laughs> I, I gave them all different bits of information about oh, you. Oh, man, this is great. Um, and I'm going to be I'm honest. I've never used Fiverr before. I've only ever seen other people use it. I had an idea of what it was. Uh, most things don't cost five dollars on there. <laughs> it's, like the it's, like, like, yeah, it's like the dollar store. It's like Dollar General. Dollar, dollar store, everything does cost a dollar. Dollar, dollar General, too. Yeah. Yeah. Family Dollar. Family Dollar. They do not. Everything doesn't cost a dollar. Mm-hmm. That's uh, you know, I was raised going to those places. <laughs> it's just, uh, like, yeah, yeah, Dollar General. Trust me, yeah, dude, I know. I dude, know. the suction cup bow and arrow was like my oh, Saturday purchase. That was li- literally. I would. I would. My grandma when I'd go spend time with my grandma. She's like, "Do you want to go get toys?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I want to go get oh, toys." We drive past the Walmart, past the Target, past the fucking Toys R Us, and straight to. Dollar Tree, dude. I, there was a Dollar General near my apartment in Gaines Place to like go get like food there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cheap. It's regular food. Yeah. Like, okay. Anyways, fiber. Not everything costs a dollar, and uh, or five dollars. But I managed to find some that were a little little cheaper, and um, I'll get there when I get there. But I do have a story about the ten dollar one. You dropped ten bucks on one of these. I, I ended up dropping all in all. I'll tell you at the end. I'll tell you how much it costs at the end. Oh my god! Um, like fifty bucks. It was close to that. Oh man! Now yeah. I know that they're all about me. I'm so excited. So, so you're all about Ryan. Um, I do have a wild card special surprise. You pick when you want that. Do you want it right now? Do you want it middle? Do you want it at the end? Ooh, do you want to feel it out? Middle. 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 Okay. So the first story um, that we're gonna read is Enchanted Love. Okay. So Should I, I op- can I open it now? I, I, I'm gonna tell you real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I won't, I was gonna tell you what I wrote to the author. And then I was going to have you read it, but I'll have you read it, and then I'll tell you what I wrote to the author. Okay. So you, you can get the after and then the before. Sounds great. So it's called Enchanted Love. Oh it's written God. by an author, um, I'll, I'll, um, Shernaik 
S-H-U-R-N-A-Y-E-Q. So did you find, are people peddling, like, I am a fanfiction writer? People are peddling on, on Fiverr. I'm a fanfiction writer. This is what I can provide for you. And they have different, like, lists of things they can add. So, like, one of the uh, Like options, when we did that auto-generate fanfiction. A little bit, yeah. It ended up being awful. Yeah, so some of them will list the fandoms they're comfortable with writing, which is pretty right. cool. Yep, yep, some yep. of them will be like, you know, this is the $5 option, 1,000 words. This is the $10 option, 2,500 words. You know, stuff like that. Sure, 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 sure. Um, sure some yeah, of sure. them will... Um, tell you how many like edits you get so if you read it and don't like it you can send it back to them <laughs> but like you're purchasing the story just so you can read it yes <laughs> you be, you buy it you're like you're like the owner of the Sistine Chapel you come and you're like not not that these are any of these are the work of Michelangelo you walk in and you're just like uh no <laughs> okay so this is, this is what I'll say it's just for you we're you're too, just gonna read we're it. two creative guys yeah we like to write yeah I would say this is for the, the individual who isn't very comfortable writing might not be very comfortable uh, writing fan fiction, okay. but has a cool idea, wants to see it expressed, or this could be for the person who co-hosts a fan fiction podcast uh-huh. and wants to make a Fiverr episode and have them write about their co-host. Interesting. It's one of the two, I would say. One of those two. One of those two. I mean, we all fall into one of those yeah. two categories. And the crazy thing is, there are a ton on there that are like 5, 10, 15 bucks. There are some that are like $100. And it's like, who's actually commissioning you to write fan fiction for that much fucking money? And if, if you're getting that, that's a hustle. Good for you. I'm not even mad about it. You've heard of Cameo? You know Cameo? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, the most expensive person on Cameo, which is like you get personalized greetings yeah. from, it's Caitlyn Jenner. And it's like $1,000. Oh, I'm not surprised. It's like yeah, $1,000. Her time's valuable. It's true. She's the youngest self-made billionaire. Did you know that? Or millionaire? Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Not not Kendall. Wait. Caitlyn? <laughs> yes. I just said Kendall. No. no. She's not a self-made anything. <laughs> <laughs> Technically? No, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. She did anything herself. Okay. I'm not going to go there. Whoa. All right. Okay. Enchanted love. Enchanted love. Who? What? Would just? I, I. I. I told you. I tried to do it all. Phantoms you liked. What do you think this phantom is? Enchanted you had to guess. love. Um, something magical. Uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Just proceed. Just proceed. It says four or five dollars. <laughs> this one. This one was a five dollar fic. Okay. The. Uh, oh God! I, I skipped ahead. I saw what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the starry sky spread across the whole of London. Its beauty was magnificent as strings of lights pulsate through the area. Down below was a man, tall in stature, his walk slow as he admired the scene above. His glasses lay slightly crooked on his face. How do they know? <laughs> Did you I, say that? I sent them the, the logo. Oh, and okay. in the logo, you have the glasses. So they like, They're crooked, though. But they base the character off of the logo. And some of them asked extra details about you. My, my glasses are literally crooked. Do I know this person? Maybe. Do I know this you person? You could. One of them... One of them uh, all right, we'll get there. We'll get there. He didn't seem to notice this slight imperfection. The man kept walking towards a red phone box. He stepped inside before reaching for the phone and dialing the, dialing the numbers 62442. That would have been crazy if it was just like my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> like you gave them it my... Was your social security number <laughs> and then your credit card number. Oh my god. The box descended below and the view of the city could no longer be seen. This man... Ryan, <laughs> parentheses, stood peacefully with a little smile on his mouth, waiting for him to reach the eighth level of the Ministry of Magic. A couple of seconds had passed, and the box came to a halt, revealing the atrium. Its grandness would forever amaze him. As she stepped out into the hall, his footsteps seemed to echo dark, polished floors. There wasn't many people in the area, as it was quite late. Most people had left to go home, so there was... Barely anyone who needed to use this area, as it was mostly used for departures, which was perfect for Ryan, <laughs> as he didn't want to be noticed by anyone. Did J.K. Rowling write this? this the longest goddamn sentence. Basically, yeah. This oh, it's still amazing. going. It's not like he was here to commit some horrid crime, just that his reasons for being there in the first place was a bit unorthodox. He'd rather not have his plans disrupted by anyone. 
Brian continued to walk across the polished dark wood floor, reaching the centerpiece of the atrium, the Fountain of Magical Brethren. The gold statue seemed to loom over him as he looked at its detail of all the different beings it greatly depicted a wizard, a witch, a centaur, a goblin, and a house elf. His eyes glided to each of the statues before continuing to make his way to elevator to go down to the first floor. He aboard the lift and made his way to level one, minister for magic and support staff. His arm was held up as he reached for the handle on the ceiling of the lift. It would be a rough experience, sometimes even more so, when traveling down a lot of floors, and due to Ryan's height, the handle didn't provide much tension to stop him from hitting to the walls. His arm smashed into the side so many times, more than he would have liked, and he finally got to the first one. So true. So true. Finally. I, I, I literally know nothing about Harry Potter. Is that actually like a thing with the elements? Oh, no, like when the handhold is like too low, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, you're just oh, yeah, yeah. banging around. That is true. It doesn't really do much for you. Finally. Gosh, I can read this in my voice. I mean, uh, hey, you know, finally. Yeah, finally. Oh, my God. <laughs> he sighed out of frustration. He started walking towards the end of the corridor, his pace steady as he reached the tall black. He balled his hand and laid three rapid knocks on the door, waiting for the inevitable reply. Oh, see how that sounds in yeah. A few seconds went by, and there was no reply. He gently went to knock again for a second time, and this time a soft call could be heard. He pushed the door open and poked his head through. Hello, mister. Pleased to make your acquaintance, he said in a joking tone. It seemed his word had gone through her head properly until she looked up to see Ryan. Ryan, what are you doing here? Hermione asked incredulously. Am I going to bang Hermione? <laughs> Keep reading. <laughs> yeah. Ryan just laughed at her shocked expression, making his way into the room to go sit on the chair next to her. I came to see you, of course. What else would I be here for? He said, mid-laugh. Ryan and Hermione had been dating for a few good months. Now, not everyone knew this. This is the... This, I want to live in this universe. A lot of strangers have speculated things, but never had any evidence to back up their claims. Ryan got up and stepped over to the work desk. So, what are we looking at? He curiously asked, his glasses slipping, dipping slightly as he leaned over to look at the papers. <laughs> so, so what are you looking at? He curiously asked, his glasses dipping slightly as he leaned over to look at the papers. Um, it's a case file about the time I was in New York in 2001. I decided to go through some files and... That one was in the pile. Brings back a lot of memories, that one. She explained with a pretty blank expression on her face. Are you okay? Ryan asked, looking at her with slight concern. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I'm just really tired. I've been working for 11 hours now. She walked over to her seat and flopped down. Ryan couldn't help but look at her thin lips as the hair on her head fell down. Ryan could feel his face and ears heat up the longer he was left to his thoughts. He couldn't help himself anymore and decided to lean in closer to Hermione. Dude, this guy's doing exactly what I would do. Mm -hmm. Moving his hand under her chin to direct her head so that it was facing him, he slowly closed the gap in between the two of them, their lips colliding, messily, their tongues slowly intertwined into each other as Ryan holds her in his arms, gradually lowering her to pull up her tight knee-length skirt, accidentally knocking a few books in the process. They stop midway, sweat slightly dripping from both of their faces, both of them looking gruffy and red. The sound of footsteps could be heard from outside of Hermione's office. Oh, shoot. I told Kingsley to come see me when he finished all his paperwork, she whispered as she hurriedly pushed Ryan under her desk and tried desperately to clean herself up. She picked up the phone books using her magic, non-verbally. She had really gotten good at non-verbal magic, and it really did come in handy, and it just made Ryan admire her talents even more. It's true. Hello, Kingsley. It did... Hello, Kingsley. 
Did you finish what I asked you for? She said in a kind tone. Kingsley nodded before walking over to her desk to hand over his paperwork. You know who Kingsley is? Wasn't he like the prime minister or something? Yeah, yeah. I had to look it up. I had no idea. He helped them rebuild the world of magic after the war. Kingsley Shacklebolt. Sure. (laughs) I had to look it up. I I literally have no fucking clue what goes on in Harry Potter. Oh, will you be leaving now, minister? He asked. Oh, she's the minister. He stepped down and she became the minister of magic. Oh. Am I the first man of magic? That's, I'm going to ask you, that's made a little unclear. I'm going to pack up and and head out now, and and you can too. Go home now. You you did really good work today. Now, good night, she said as Kingsley made his way out, clearly very tired. I think we should go to... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it's... Okay, this is me talking. Yes, yes. (laughs) I think we should go to your place now. I don't think your office is a good place to have sex now. Is it now? Is it now? Yeah. Let me try that again. You got this. this I is, you're literally yourself. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I need alcohol. Try to be myself. There you go. I think we should go to your place now. I don't think your office is a good place to have sex, is it now? He said as the door had <laughs> shut. He walked over to the fireplace, grabbing a handful of flu powder on the way. I'll see you there. He spoke Hermione's address before dropping the powder. Diagonally, he came out of the fireplace and made his way to the bedroom stairs. Looked around the dark room, and he saw candles they had laid out the other day. Absolutely. Incendio, he said, <laughs> his wand in hand, and all the candles lit up simultaneously. He quickly jumped on the bed as he heard Hermione make her way upstairs. He hastily took his shirt off as she came through the door. A slight mm, smile could be seen as she made her way on top of Ryan to straddle him. As she used her hands to hold him down, Ryan could feel his dick getting hard as she continued to get closer to him. Locking their lips together, his hips moved slowly. Her, her hips moved slowly over his dick. The touch had him aching for more. He grabbed her hips and plucked up and flipped them over, taking off his trousers and pants, and Hermione followed his lead. Their eyes just gazed at each other. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. God. <laughs> oh, God. Once again, they switch positions, but this time Hermione is a lot lower down. As she goes to encase Ryan's dick with her mouth, her head, God, I'm never going to get a job. With her mouth, her <laughs> head bobbed up and down centrally as she held eye contact with Ryan, a smile on her face as she sucked on him. Her tongue swirled at TH4E tip every time she went up. I think your wand, I think your wand over here is very happy, she said as she lay on her back, waiting for Ryan to come over. He only laughed at her antics. <laughs> Mind if I slither in, he said, his eyebrows raised slightly. That's some shit I'd say. He carefully rubbed his dick against Hermione and inserted it in slowly until it was all in. Which was a very long time. That's a... <laughs> it took like minutes. He had it all in. It's a very long... <laughs> that's that's a side note. A lot of inches. Uh, I don't think that's clearly expressed. That's going to come out in the criticism, but okay. Well, you also have any sex with a fictional character, yeah. so you can make things up. <laughs> he moved his hips steadily. Hermione let out various small moans, her breath heavy as things started to get more intense. Sweat glistened on their bodies as their hips started to move in sync with each other's movements. Each movement that was made... Ryan's voice staggered as he felt himself want to keep going on, and he placed his thumb over Hermione's clit and rubbed on it <laughs> in time with the thrust rhythms making Hermione moan loudly. She couldn't control her voice anymore, and that made Ryan smile with great satisfaction. I'll show what that looks like. That's <laughs> oh, no, I don't like he that. He kept rubbing her more intensely, and soon she was so filled with immense pleasure, she wrapped her arms around him and came. The tension gradually brought Ryan over the edge. He pulled out quickly, letting his load out all over her abdomen. She <laughs> smiled before placing a tender kiss on Ryan's forehead. I didn't like that. That's <laughs> nice, yeah. Ryan reached over to the dressing table to get some tissue to clean her up. Before pay- what a gentleman. You're really... Dude, you're a good guy. What a gentleman. You're a good guy, dude. 
to get some tissue to clean her up before picking her up and making a warm bath for the both of them. Ryan looked, Hermione looked at Ryan and gently whispered, I love you. A gigantic smile was on her face. Ryan was beyond shocked and just jumped into his hands in happiness. I don't know what that means. I love you too. They held each other the rest of the night, satisfied with the outcome of the night's events. <laughs> okay, so this is what... Okay, first off. I see what this is what I wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll read that. What did you think? Um, I mean, the whole concept is crazy to me, and I love yeah. it. I love yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I love being in Harry Potter. Yeah. I love that they know my glasses are always crooked. Yes. Um, that's great. Um, just a litany of, of gra- grammatical errors. Yeah. But I liked the core story. Yeah. Because I'm in it. Yes. <laughs> that's why I liked it. Uh, I so, could really see myself in the main character's yeah. shoes. So this was only a $5 fic. That's a, great that's a great bargain. That's a great that's, value. That's like a seven dollar. Now I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, you can't. It's weird how you pay on there. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. This author originally wrote Jack in every place of Ryan. <laughs> Don't know why. So I like they had like a tipping function, and I was gonna tip, but then I was like, no, I have to do work correcting this, <laughs> and then I was gonna go through and fix all the grammatical errors, and I did it for like the first few paragraphs, which is why it wasn't bad. And afterwards, I was like. No, nah, no, nah, you get what you pay for. So I just, <laughs> I just, I was like, fuck it, he'll just read it away again. So I liked it though. I thought it was good. Five dollars. So this is what this is what I wrote to the author. For the fic, I envision a NSFW fic that includes Ryan as a wizard paired with the Hermione from the Cursed Child. <laughs> you know, I got that show. Dude, I got to. I got it. Because like, she's the minister. I'm going to the Ministry of Magic. It's it's the Hermione from Cursed. It's, it's Black Hermione. Great. I know there's a wand joke in there somewhere sexually. I don't know what it is, but I trust you to find it. Maybe something to do with the swish and flick. That, that, that's clever. He's a Hufflepuff. 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 Just for your information, I want you to be as creative and in depth with the setting as possible. I don't know anything about Harry Potter, but Ryan does, and he loves it. So if the setting and things mentioned could be specific, so he gets them, that'd be great. Also, in our podcast, we did one episode where we covered Tumbling Towers, the 9/11 Harry Potter fanfic. If the fic could be referenced, I think he would love that. Like if Hermione passively recalled the time she was in NYC during 9/11. <laughs> that's so great. Oh, it's so shoehorn in there and it's like i love that this is in the same universe it's in the same freaking universe i would love i would have loved like more like she gets like she has like a, yeah, a, yeah. a flashback, flashback or yeah. something but um that's awesome yeah that's awesome that makes this all feel very real very real as far as the story goes i think you'd like a comfort fic and probably something set in modern day since the original series took place in 97 if you could also fit as many sexual tropes or any tropes in general into it you can that'd be great uh, he loves how every fanfic seemingly has the word incredulously in it, and she, or this author, put incredulously in the fic. Yes, she did. I think as far as the NSFW goes, I kind of like the idea of the forbidden lovers trope. Like, for example, if they had an affair or something, and it was in the restricted section of Hogwarts, if that's where the story takes place, you don't, you have free reign to be creative, though, so definitely not trying to sway you in any direction. I think you like it if it covered a lot of fanfic sexual tropes, and then I gave them the BuzzFeed article that we read. Nice, nice. Perhaps even adding in some of these in the encounter might be funny and helpful. That's great. So that was the first one. What do we think? Uh, I'm gobsmacked. That was great. Great. That was great. That makes me happy. Okay, so that's the first one. Do you want your special surprise? I really just want to get on the next one. Okay, we'll go to the next yeah. one. Yeah. So, so this is what I did. I, I told myself I'd get you three. Three. I told myself I'd get you three. Yeah. I figured two would be jokes. Yep. One would be serious. Okay. The next one's a serious one. Whoa. Yes. So the next one um, is Art is an Illusion. I'm opening You open it up. It's written by a um, fanfic author called Archive. Oh! What? Oh! What? I opened it. Is that bad? I know where it's going. Oh! You got me. I'm excited for this one. Um, I'm trying to remember how much I paid for this one. Archived, uh, so, so this is what I'll say. So the, the um, I'll just talk about the author's work. Cherniak was very nice. A lot of them, um, it says that they're from the United Kingdom. Um, a lot of them will, will be like, hey, message me before you commission. 
But Cherniak didn't say that, so I just commissioned Cherniak. And then they're like, all right, here's the fic. Like, there was, like, barely any sort of, like, communication, which is totally fine, because I think we... I, These people are prolific. They're I just, did. like, waiting, sitting there, and then as soon as the money comes across... Yeah. Brah, I did done. give a lot, I'll be honest with you. Cherniak, I think the return time was, um... Yeah, it was probably three or four days, which was a quick turnover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what was weird is there were sometimes I would, I would, I would find authors who were highly rated, like, I really want this person... Um, they're they're going to give me a lot of words for really cheap. And they're like, oh, no, no, my entire commission queue is filled up for two weeks. And I'm like, what the fuck? Wow. Like, So that's how busy some of these authors wow, are. Wow, that's crazy. And you know, if you like writing, if you're really good at it, and you're you're good at fan fiction, and you can just pump out a thousand words like nothing, five bucks for that is pretty good. You yeah. know what I mean? And this is the crazy thing. This is what I found out with Fiverr. You know how, like, if you're if you're doing Uber and you, you pay 20 bucks, like, let's say three bucks goes to Uber? Yeah. What the, what the artist asks is what they earn, and then you pay Fiverr. So it might say $5, but you're paying more than that. You're paying like $7. Really? You're paying Fiverr for the commission. So while they're posting prices, oh, wow, that's a very, that's a very creator-friendly It's very creator-friendly. Mm. Yeah. So I'm gonna be, so Fiverr, I mean, it was a little inconvenient got as you. the consumer. Got they got me. They fucking owned me. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, that's a good hustle. I mean, mm. it's not like they're making $4.50. Right. They're making $5. Yeah. They're really making the money. And then tips. That's, you want to add tips. That's why they call it Fiverr. That's why they call it Fiverr. Yeah. Yeah. Almost um, it's $5. Yeah, so Cherniak was very nice. Archived was great. We actually, um, we went back and forth for a while uh -huh. just because they really wanted to make sure we got something good. And I gave them a lot of ideas. Um, but I think that they reined it in and I think they got something that was really nice. And this this really is like a sweet, um, I, I told them, I'll read it at the end, but I told them I wanted it to be like a sweet, like sort of like sentimental fic. Nice. So this is this is uh, for you, Ryan. Um, it is the uh, Art is an Illusion uh, by Archived. And uh, well, let me see, I think I paid $5 for this one as well. I'll, I'll look it up while you're reading. All right, here we go. Art is an Illusion by Archived. Where is he off to now? Calvin's mother placed her hands over her hips as she watched her son march to the front yard. The little boy carried his small tiger toy with one hand and his school backpack over his shoulders. He marches toward the autumn tree cornered by the picket fences and places his tiger buddy by the tree root. Calvin's mother shook her head and laughed. She turns her back away from the mischievous boy, full, fully knowing well he'll come back inside with a bit of dirt on his cheeks or auburn leaves stuck to his shirt. The little boy sat in front of the tiger. As he places his backpack on his lap, the animal in front of him slumps back onto the tree and lets out a long, relieving stretch. The cotton appearing as fur, the button eyes blinked back at the human boy. To Calvin's eyes, his tiger buddy was his best friend, named Hobbs. Susie did Romeo and Juliet for a class project, Calvin brought up, taking a small pamphlet out of his backpack and aggressively slapping it onto the grass. And what about it? Hobbs asked, leaning over and grabbing the pamphlet. Everybody loved it! Calvin raised his arms and voice. He falls back onto his back as he says so, groaning in irritation before quickly sitting back up again. Since when can she even act? Isn't that supposed to be a good thing? Hobbs slowly peers over the pamphlet. No, he sourly groans, balling his hands into a fist. It means I have to make something mind-blowing so she doesn't laugh at my face about it. What do you want me to do? The tiger asked, closing and placing the pamphlet down. The guy's so gentle. That's so perfect. Oh, I love the guy. I love it. The pamphlet is about a love story. Isn't that what girls like? Yes. I think, but, but, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Calvin murmured, lowering his head. Why should I care about what Susie likes? That's not the main focus. I need to have a jaw-dropping story for tomorrow. I need a scene that'll sweep the teacher off her feet. And you want me to help you make that scene? Ah, I knew tigers were smart, Calvin grinned before quickly standing up. How about a scene where we slay dragons? You know that really cool scene from Shrek where they face that big scary dragon? The one that Donkey falls in love with. Hobbs slowly looked up at Calvin. Calvin's grin flattened in seconds. Wait, what? Calvin looks back at him, and they make eye contact for a couple seconds before he violently shakes his head. Scrap that. Let's try something else. Hobbs got up and dusted the dirt off his fur. 
How about a turf war? Remember that movie we watched a couple of days ago? What's a turf war? Hobbs shrugged. You know, it's, it's like a fight. Kind of like if you and Susie found out there was only one seat left on the bus. Ah, a fight to the death. I like what you're thinking, Hobbs. No, no, not dying, Hobbs shrieked, waving and shaking his head rapidly. What I mean is a scene where you can show you're cool, stare off with a villain or something, or a villain fight. Calvin grew quiet. He mindlessly blinks for a bit till his eyes widened as if something clicked within him. And I can be the hero, he brightly exclaimed. That's perfect, and you can be my sidekick. But then who's going to play the villain? That's Hobbs. Oh, I didn't think about that, Calvin trailed off. He turns his head side to side to look around. There wasn't much in the front yard other than the tree in his backpack. Maybe this will work. He walked over to his backpack and took out some of his school supplies. He scribbles with crayon on some paper as Hobbs looks over his shoulder. He does his best with his limited abilities and raises the paper to both his and Hobbs' eyes. Perfect, Calvin smiles again. What are those supposed to be? Faces, the boy whined. Look, it's the best you're going to get. I know Leonardo, Leonido, whatever, uh, whatever his name is. You know, that really old artist. I learned about him in art class. Anyway, Calvin rips pieces of tape and slaps the masterpiece on the tree and backpack. Truthfully, they were a bit crooked. One of them had a slanted smile and droopy eyes, while the other appeared to be a dog. The drawings were a little similar to the comics his father reads. Both pictures were taped to the backpack and tree, before Calvin stepped back to admire his work. There. Now we have our villain and his sidekick, Calvin announced, placing one hand on his hip and the other pointed to the tree with the backpack. The tree... Hobbs looked at Calvin again, bewildered. No, he sighed, slouching his shoulder. Art is an illusion. Believe with me, Hobbs. You gotta imagine. I just, I love the idea of him telling his imaginary friend to imagine <laughs> yeah. more of his imaginations. All the time, yeah. Absolutely. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, uh, can't be so serious, Hobbs. Oh, that villain right there. <laughs> Calvin grinned, pointing back at the innocent plant. That's Alex, the menace. Hobbs looks looked towards their sudden enemy. Instead of perceiving reality, he stands face to face with a boy, not any taller than Calvin. He had slightly brown curly hair and wore a blue striped shirt under red overalls. Despite having such a childish stature, it was easy to remember he was the villain by his sinister grin and glare. Alex stared down Calvin with absolute silence. And just to clarify, that is Dennis the Menace. What's that? Like, you know the comic Dennis the Menace? Oh, where he's got the overalls? <laughs> yeah, so the idea is that I he she drew, or the he drew. author wrote... Alex the Menace. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. His sidekick, Calvin laughed before narrowing his eyes. Snoopy the dog. Hobbs looked beside Alex to find a white-haired dog with a silly grin on his face. I don't know, the tiger skeptically said. Snoopy doesn't look scary to me. Snoopy bites. He's a dog. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Hobbs nodded before looking back at the dog again. Snoopy simply barks. Oh, yeah, Hobbs shrieked before hiding behind Calvin. I, I can see that now. I, I do not want him to bite me. What do they do to become villains? Alex the Menace tried to cause trouble in Watterson Town. Watterson Town? Bill Watterson, the guy who drew Calvin Hobbs. Very nice. Big brain. Calvin pondered for a bit before answering. He robbed the UF Bank. But little <laughs> does he know, Calvin the Hero and Hobbs caught him before he could escape. An obnoxious burlap bag appeared over Alex's shoulder as Calvin went around the plot. You'll never catch me. Your puny little legs make you... I guess I, I guess you should read this. Oh, you'll never catch me. Your puny little legs make you look like a mosquito. Alex shouted, sticking his tongue out and pulling in his eye at the two. You have beans for feet. I really don't know what that <laughs> they is. They do. Yeah. We'll go, uh, grab, uh, reach in there and grab one. See all their beans for feet. I got all the comics right there in that what bag. What the fuck are you talking about? That, that, that bag right there next to the... Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. They literally have beans for feet. They actually have beans for feet? Yeah, they're drawn like that. Oh, there we go. The days are just packed. They have beans for feet. I was right. There you go. Yeah, got, got him. 
So mean, Hobbs grunted. No wonder he's a villain. Give up now or I'll have to give you a piece of my mind, Calvin shouted back, clenching his fists. Put that money back down. Snoopy, get him! The named dog charges at the two with a silly smile. Calvin hops before grabbing Hobbs by the arm and pushing him in front. Why me? Hobbs cried out, his shoulders jolting in fear. You're my sidekick, so you fight his sidekick for me. Hobbs shrieks in fear as Snoopy lunges at him. It seems scary in his perspective, but the dog is simply jumping onto him. With his fingers, Snoopy aggressively tickles the tiger down to the ground. Oh, Hobbs does not like being tickled. Hobbs' <laughs> cries of fear are actually just laughs from the feeling of Snoopy's fingers, overwhelming his senses. He cries from laughter. Beside that, the scene continued with thick air between Calvin and Alex. That's the last straw, Calvin shouts before running up towards Alex at full speed. One fist lifts up. Alex luckily dodges before Calvin can throw a punch. He swiftly moves, throwing his burlap bag off his shoulder and smashing it onto the hero's back. The weight of the money makes Calvin stumble, but his heroic reflexes are quick, and he's able to grab the end of the bag and pull Alex to him. Alex grunts, and he lets go of the bag. It causes Calvin to fall to the ground from the sudden shift of weight. Ha! Dummy! Calvin throws the bag directly at Alex's face, I guess that was your line, before taking the opportunity to tackle him down. You're not getting away with this, Alex the Menace. That money is for Watterson Town. It belongs to the Gators, my town's citizens. That's a lot of my favorite things. That's a lot of my favorite things in that sentence. Justice and Calvin Hobbs in Florida. Alex frowned as he tried to push the hero off. Snoopy! He called for his sidekick. Snoopy, get him off me! Wait! We're a little <laughs> we're a little busy. Hobbs's laughter could be overheard from a distance. The two sidekicks were still having their own battle. A tickle fight. You got this, Calvin. Calvin grinned and looked back down at Alex. It's over for you, villain. Uh no it's not. Alex tisked, desperately throwing his arms and hands around. You're not locking me up like the rest of them. Ah, ah, quit slapping me, Calvin grunted, pushing Alex's <laughs> hands away from his face and slapping him back in return. Ooh, just like the two continuously slapped and pushed each other away. Calvin's upper arm started to turn red from the amount of times Alex slapped him in attempts to escape. They fought until Alex threw his hands back and heavily panted under Calvin. I'm tired. Calvin had been heavily breathing as well. I'm taking you... He had to pause a moment to catch his breath, his voice cracking as he spoke. I'm taking you in. He dragged himself off Alex and attempted to carry him. Get up, he groaned, holding Alex by the armpits. I need to arrest you. I'm too tired. Alex groaned back, slouching his shoulders. Just just arrest me like this. I don't feel like moving. Hobbs <laughs> yelling, called out a little help, and, and you're still laughing. Never mind. He drops Alex onto the ground. Alex grunts, well, where is this going? Alex grunts with a face <laughs> full of grass, and he doesn't attempt to move. So Calvin pins him down again and holds Alex's hands behind his back. You've lost this battle, Alex the Menace. Calvin. I better not see your face near Watterson Town ever again. Oh, this, this isn't actually me. Calvin... Do you hear me, villain Ryan Calvin? Calvin blinks. He's facing the tree with the picture dangling off the bark, and he sat in front of it. He slowly turns around. He sees Hobbs laying on the grass with his backpack on the tiger's stomach. His mother waits for him by the front door. She has her hands on her hips. It's getting late. It's time to come inside and have dinner, she calls out. Now look at what you've done. You've got dirt all over yourself again. Come on, now go get cleaned up. Calvin's lips slowly curve into a smile before he nods towards his mother. As she turns her back, he whips his head back to Hobbs. That's a wrap. So do you get it? You I are Calvin. am Calvin. You are Calvin. Calvin is the last name. Calvin's Ryan last name. is the first name. Yes. So I'll actually take credit for that big brain idea. Yeah. I'm a descendant of John Calvin. Holy crap. Holy crap. Uh, so what I requested. I was hoping that you could write a fic where my friend Ryan is inserted into the Calvin and Hobbes cartoon strip world. They were his favorite growing up, and I'd really like something that was somewhat sentimental and really sweet. Something that anyone would read and just think, oh, that was nice, at the end. 
maybe he could take that place of Calvin running around with Hobbes, or he could be like an adult Calvin. Maybe we can find out his last name is Ryan Calvin or something, or his full name is Ryan Calvin or something. Yeah, what a turn. And he looks at the stuffed Hobbes on the floor and remembers the fun they had or something. It could also be cool if they interact with the other comic, other comic strip characters from the newspaper, like Dennis the Menace. Maybe you can depict me as the Menace. Did you just like write this? You just like wrote this yourself? I gave, I gave you a synopsis. Very nice, very nice. Um, Excellent. Yes, so... Uh, they were really great. They, I mean, we sent a lot of stuff back. They, like, wanted a lot of, like, personal details to, like, add into it. Interesting. So that's why I told them that we met at UF. That's mm-hmm. why they added that in. Gatorstown. Yeah, Gatorstown. UF Bank. Yeah. The that's UF still bank. my bank. That is a bank. I still Awful use it. Awful interest rates. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Yeah, getting gashed. Yeah. Yeah. Still uh, my bank, though. Go Gators. Yeah, go Gators. Um, what you think? Nice. Really nice. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's... So that's supposed to be the serious one. It's supposed to be the sweet one. That's what I used to do, running around in the backyard anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't want them all to be you having sex with Hermione. Well... Damn. They should have all been. Yeah, they should have. I did like that one, yeah. but I, like I think I think archive was great. Uh, really great person to commission. That's great. And um, really clear, well written. Yeah, I'll give. I, I will always. I, say that. I didn't Very even nice. touch that one. That was just the way they, they sent it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was five bucks. Wow, five bucks. What a deal. What a fucking deal. That's dude. a deal. That's a yeah. fucking deal. Um, so no, that's, I, a, that's a writer too. That's like someone who knows yeah. how to like make a reveal. Like and, in the end, like really kind of just like snap out of the world, snap to reality, snap to this realization. Like, but this could not really be enjoyed by anybody but me. And that's the point. Like you're you're spending five, ten, fifteen bucks, but you're getting something that only you would really this like. Is, but that's fine. This is very much Orion centered. I like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so don't don't open up the, the last one just yet. Yeah. Um, but I ended up so with archive, I ended up spending the five bucks. Yep. And then I had to pay all the extra shit. Uh-huh. The, the fees that they tack on. Uh-huh. So I ended up being $7. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, this is such a good story. I want to tip them. Yeah. Lowest amount you can tip on Fiverr. Five. $5. And then guess Fiverr. what? Another $2 fee. Oh, <laughs> so, so you just double? It ended up costing me 14 bucks. You actually did it. Well, good for you. Yeah. And so, I think this person deserved it. I, I think, think they archive did too. So there, there's, there's literally no reason not to. I think they did a great job. Thank you, Archive. I'm going to whip out some Calvin Hobbes tonight. Yeah. 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 Um, and so. After I'm done with the Harry Potter. I'm whipping my God. Well, just give him the last one yet. Um, no. So you want your special surprise? Yeah, give me the special surprise. Okay. Okay. So we all know. Yep. What sort of uh, furry kin you are, right? I mean, that's just like common knowledge. What we all know that about ourselves. No, like what you are. What I am? Yeah. What am I? You're Nick from Zootopia. <laughs> You're a fox. Okay. You're fox skin. Uh, okay. Right. I mean, in my deep dark fantasies, I don't know how you would have access to my journal, but well, you sure. a fox skin. Okay. So. So I got you oh a furry. Oh. <laughs> furry drawing. What the hell? <laughs> we'll post it. We'll post it. I just I sent it to you. I texted it to you too. What is that? So I felt really bad. I didn't realize this when I commissioned this artist that they're Romanian. So I sent them obviously the the commission in English, but like you know I I, I, I wrote really like casually, and so I think we had I, don't know, I think we had a few miscommunications, you know. But I said it's a great drawing. It's a great drawing. It's a great. Drawing. And, and I'll be honest with you, most furry drawings are horrific yeah this is great it's great drawing this is a really good value too because it's a full body a lot of them just do heads five bucks that's a five dollar furry drawing of you that's that's your, that's your first sauna bro that's me that's you did you give them any photos of me to no, so just like... I, no i gave him the logo and i said i was hoping you could draw his persona he's always embarrassed to talk about it on the show but he is a furry and he has a very specific <laughs> persona he's a fox skin and he is really into fashion we're located out of NYC, so if you could put him in something that's really hella fresh, or something that is straight out of Greenwich Village adult shop, I think he'd be pleased with that. I had recently walked through Greenwich Village, and there were a lot of, like, uh, gay sex shops, yeah. so I, I referenced one of those. I was hoping, like, some, like, bondage. Uh, so essentially, something that's really clad with leather and straps and whatnot, he's really into looking as cool as he can, so I think if you can just make him look super dope, that'd be great. <laughs> and so I said that, and I don't think the dude, like, totally, like, got it, 
I think he was just like, well, I don't, you know what I mean? He's, I don't know, he's Romanian. I don't speak any other language, so yeah. much applaud to him. Right. The drawing ended up being great. Yeah. The only thing I said, I did ask him. I look like a waiter. I look like a cater, like working yeah, a catering yeah. company. I did ask him if, if he could put glasses on it. That's a bit much. He said, he said, he said it was going, um, it was something that he didn't feel comfortable doing because it would mess up too much of the face. Yeah. And I said, I'm not going to fight you. Where, the where was the, where were the glasses, where were they anchored? That's what I thought was funny. I don't know. <laughs> they would just float. So that's your fursona. I got you a fursona. Wow. Yep. I'm looking good. I'm wearing. I look like. I'm look, looking hella fresh. I look like a freaking waiter at Red Red Lobster. And that's yeah, honestly dude. all I wanted to be. You're looking really hella fresh. I'm pretty dope. Fresh. So I texted to you. Let me know if you if you got it in your. I got. Your text. It. I did. I did. You did get it. So your persona. We all know what my persona is right. No sandworm. Fucking <laughs> sandworm, bro. I'm, I'm sandworm kin. Um, so you're fox kin. So that was that was the the super special that's, surprise. That's quite. A I commissioned surprise. a Fiverr artist to draw you. As that's a a, that's an excellent surprise. Yep, that is you. Thank you very much. Um, so the the final one, it's called an untitled Ryan fic because I think the title that they gave it would have spoiled, and I didn't want to spoil it because I thought I, I think it's too good to spoil. Um, oh, I'll give you the name of the the furry artist by the way, just for anybody listening who wants to commission a persona, maybe for a friend like I did, a PBC Bianca, PBC B I A N C A Bianca. Very nice individual. Um, I kept saying he might have been a she. I don't know. Um, very nice individual. Uh, they did r- super fucking quick. It was the first thing I got back. Really? Super quick. What was the turnaround like? It was like a day. I, uh, I placed the hang on, let me see. I placed the order August first. They got it back to me August second. Literally a day. Yeah. So did a great job. Also, just me being who I am, just naturally skeptical. Um, I reverse image searched it. That's a fucking original piece of art. Wow. That's, that's legit yeah, art. They I, could, li- I could frame that. and That's your fursona, bud. Put it right there. I don't have to tell people that that's my fursona. That's your fursona. I'll just put the picture in my wallet. So when that work, people see it. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, it's my kids. That's my um, baby. So the last art, the last author, she was absolutely great. Her name's um, Daniela Sarah 632 on Fiverr. Joy to work with. I, I told her what we were doing, and she was a $10 commission. I was like, I was like, she, she, I'm like, this is... This is me being a big spender. Let's right. do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. I want to drop the dough. I told her what we're doing, and then she knocked it down to five bucks. And I was like, because she's like, that's such a cool idea. She actually listened to the TikToks and Soulmates episode oh, did she? and enjoyed it. Oh. Um, is that, yeah, that's one she listened to. She listened great. to TikToks and Soulmates. She's like, oh, that was great. Um, I lowered the price because I thought you guys are cool. She followed us on Twitter, and I was Amazing. like, I was like, no, I wanted to pay you the extra money. Right, <laughs> like, right. that's why I did it. And now so, I'm going to tip an extra $2 on the dollar. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, God. Um, no, so that, that wasn't a problem. But she was she's super great. Um, so I just want to shout her out. She's really she was like I said, pleasure to work with. She super like worked super close, and I think she was really creative with what she did. So I very stoked to work with her. All these people, by the way, thousand words for five dollars. That's that's a fanfic right there. You know what I mean? Cool. So that's it's good. Cool. So she's great. Untitled Ryan fic is like like I said. That's what that's what I put because I think okay. I good. Um, it was, so just I, staring me down. Yeah, the files. So I, I mean, when I when I when I paid her, I compensated. I gave her the extra because I wanted her to get the, right. the full. Yeah. And this is, uh, yeah, this, and, and then I'll obviously read what I requested. And also, every single person went above and beyond and gave a thousand plus words. They didn't just get to like 99 words, like, and then Ryan grabbed your but I'm done, I'm out. No, they, they were like, let's finish the story. And they, they finished them out the right way and everything. So she did a great job. Um, so here you go. And this, this, I will say, is inspired by the Soulmates and TikToks, or TikToks and Soulmates episode. That's what she's going on. She has actual source material. She, she actually has, she, she's familiar with what she was writing, so. Here we go. I'm about to cross a barrier into a new world. Here I go. I Untitled will. I will graphic. say. You know how I told you that everyone kind of said whether or not they were comfortable with the um, the the fandom. I had one person from the Philippines I was going to commission to do the Calvin and Hobbes one, and they're like, "I've never read any comic strip like that. Uh-huh. I'm not comfortable." And I was like, "Totally fine. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to fight you on that." Respect that, yeah. 
she's great. Danielle is great. And she um, said, I don't know much about Star Wars, but I'll ask my friends. And this is what this is. Yeah. Amazing. Here we go. Untitled Ryan fic. Danielle Sarah, 632. Thank you very much. Ryan woke up early that morning and rubbed his hands over his face as he approached his bathroom sink. The water from the faucet ran and water was splashed to his face in an attempt to be completely rid of the sleep he just had. Oh, I like that. It was strange, though, that the moment he looked into the mirror, he saw something that wasn't there before. It was there on his right forearm. The, in the initials of someone. B.S. Oh, God. It was startling at first. But then, again, in a funny way, all he could think was, Wow, that's unfortunate. <laughs> In another part of town, there was another man waking up from the refreshing rest of the night before. Groggily, he went through his own morning routine after untangling himself from his girlfriend. Kylo Ren was brushing his teeth when he noticed some <laughs> black curvature on his forearm. His large bathroom mirror revealed it by a sliver, and he went in further to roll up the sleeve to show a definite R. His eyes widened a bit, and his first thought was about his girlfriend, Ray. Naturally. This mark, these initials, they were the truest sign that they were meant to be together, and it was appearing a bit late, but surely it was better to be late than to be never seen at all. Or so Kylo figured. He hastily rolled up the rest of his sleeve. Kylo expected to see an S right after that first initial, but instead, he found a W. <laughs> R. W. And yeah, the S is for Skywalker, which just bothers me, but... Yo, yeah, I was like, I was also like, Palpatine? Skywalker? So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's her name. That's her Skywalker that's her name, man. That's her fucking name, bro. Skywalker. R.W. <laughs> stared at it, confused. His heart dropped in his chest as he began to realize that this mark wasn't late. It was choosing to appear now, just as a warning that whoever this person was, he was going to meet them soon, and whoever they were, they weren't Ray. <laughs> Kylo huffed and rinsed his mouth. He was bothered and heated up inside by this discovery. He'd always wanted Ray, and now that she wanted him too... Now Destiny was laughing at him, saying that it just couldn't be, that it wouldn't be. Who would he even, how would he even face her? She was still fast asleep in their bed. Kylo walked out of the attached bathroom, very nice, and stood there in the doorway for a moment. He watched her while she slept and dreamt of other things, but he didn't stick around to wait for her to wake up. Yeah, that's my boy. Again, he didn't know how to face her, so Kylo decided it would be best if he went out for some fresh air, or at least as fresh as the air could be in the middle of New York City, baby! New York City, baby! City of Dreams, you're in New York now. Anything is possible. Concrete jungles make you feel brand new. Um, Bright lights will inspire you. I feel like I'm going to feel some type of way after this. There was nothing scheduled or planned this morning for Ryan, but he definitely took a picture of his forearm before he got fully dressed up so he could go out for some breakfast in the city. He took the picture and sent it to his good friend, Alex. He texted him and asked if Alex knew anybody with these initials. That is some basic stuff I'd do. I'd be like, Instagram... Doing the eye roll, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Finally got my initials. Can't yeah, wait to meet All the BS girls, uh, yeah. like, yeah. comment on this. Ryan didn't really want to put too much effort into searching for this person if he didn't have to, though he heard from a lot of people that it's the searching. That's the best part. Oh. Yeah, and those people were probably the same ones that binged movies like Titanic and Hitchcock just to fill the void of their own search. Yikes. Either way, Ryan was going out for a quick morning bite. Kyle was already seated at a cafe in the city and was waiting for his name to be called for his coffee and breakfast pastry. He was grumbling this for flashbacks when we used to go out and get breakfast in the city. Here we go. <laughs> I never bumped into Kylo and then banged him. I don't think he banged. He was grumpily killing some time on his phone, since he was still so bothered by this morning's discovery. He wanted to stop thinking about it, as if that would make it all go away. But just when he was sinking deep into a news article, Ray texted him and asked where he was. Kylo hesitated and groaned with a slight roll of his head going backward. He stared at the ceiling of the cafe for a second before he decided to text back that he was at their usual cafe. There was no doubt in his mind that she was going to head over to meet him now. 
Kyle's side and ran his hand through his hair again. It was an absent-minded gesture. He closed his eyes to relax. Kyle? Kyle? A barista <laughs> called out from the front counter that his order was ready. Seriously? Fucking Kyle? He was already annoyed with his current situation, and now this? Kylo got up to go get his breakfast and head back to his apartment, maybe to run into Ray on the street, but when he got up so fast, his body bumped into another person, and their coffee fell straight to the ground. God, the name was hissed out in a sharp and deep inhale. Damn it! This part was the deflating exhale of loss and defeat. Ryan looked up at the other guy that bumped into him. Kylo looked a bit disheveled and surprised that Ryan was even there, but then again, he was mostly just surprised by the fact that he ran into someone. Could this day get any better? I'm sorry, he grumbled out in an attempt to sound sincere, but it really wasn't there at all. His temper was showing in his voice, and it provided this far more intimidating and aggressive air. Ryan felt like he was the one who fucked up with this guy, but in reality, that was far from the case. Nah, man, it's fine, it's just coffee, I can get another one. No! Kylo raised his voice when he didn't mean to. Another stared at the scene now. He noticed and dropped his voice. No, no, I can get you a new coffee. Just, he glanced down at the drink, but when he did, he looked for Ryan's arm. Perhaps it was Ryan's habit, but the sleeve was rolled up to show the initials BS. I freaking always roll up the sleeves on my shirts. <laughs> Kylo stared at it for a long while. Ryan felt something weird with this guy. Hey, my eyes are up here, you know. <laughs> God, I'm such a douche. He couldn't believe he was the one saying that, but it was enough to have their eyes meet again. Now, this just felt stranger. The more Ryan looked at this guy, the more he realized how cute he was. <laughs> and the same was felt the longer Ryan, Kylo stared at Ryan. It really made him wonder. What's your name? Kylo demanded to know. That took Ryan by surprise. My name? It's Ryan. Why? Ryan. That started with an R. And your last name? Kylo demanded again with more force in his voice. And Ryan could feel his cheeks heating up. Wait, why? Kyle! The insistent barista called out again. That irked Kylo, and he accidentally snapped out. That's not my name! Then, what is your name? Ryan reeled Kylo's attention back to him. When Kylo looked to Ryan, his dark locks swaying in the incredulously... Ah! Bright morning light. His expression was quizzical for a moment. Cut. He stopped and switched gears to say and said, Ben. My name's Ben. Now it was Ryan's turn to find himself caught in heart-racing anticipation of what this moment was becoming between them. Ben what? Ben. Kylo, what are you doing? That barista is calling to you. Ray arrived and broke up the scene. This had ended their moment and reeled them back into reality. Oh, right, uh, Sorry again about whatever this was. I'll, I gotta get another coffee, Ryan said quickly and walked off when Ray was there. Kylo nodded along and moved away to grab his order. That was lukewarm at this point. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Lukewarm? <laughs> but really, he didn't want to walk away. What just happened? Kylo wanted to experience until its proper end. He glanced back to Ryan just as he was getting in line. Ryan, feeling the urge to look back, did so as well. <laughs> Their eyes met, and as soon as the spark was there, they both looked away with hearts aflutter. This had to mean something. This must have something to do with these destined initials. And Finn. 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 So this is what I wrote. I was looking to get an NSFW soulmate trope <laughs> fic <laughs> where my friend Ryan is soulmates with Kylo Ren, but Ray Skywalker keeps getting in the way. He loves the Raylo ship. It's his favorite in all of Star Wars. But he loves Kylo more. I'd love to see what it would be like for him to try and get in the middle of his favorite ship. Maybe even physically, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know there's a sexually charged lightsaber joke there that could be made somewhere, but I'm not sure where. I know there's a lightsaber joke in there somewhere. I think the setting could be anywhere, really. As long as you create it with it and enjoy what you're writing. King Arthur, I know there's an Excalibur sex joke joke in there there somewhere. somewhere. Come on, You're such a crazy... (laughs) Lord of the Rings, I know there's a cock ring joke in there somewhere. Star Wars is so big, so there there are a ton of options to play around with. 
I don't know what the specific details of the Soulmate Troop would be, like the Watcher's Trope already on your arm, but I think it'd be cool if it was uniquely Star Wars-esque, maybe something with droids. I really have no idea. Whatever you think is awesome. He also loves pretty much all fanfic tropes, so if as many of those could be included, in, included as you can, that'd be right up his alley. For example, it's a joke between us that almost every fic has incredulously in it, and I think that'd be funny if that was included somewhere. I'm really happy to see what kind of creative ideas you can bring into this, so if you have a wide range of flexibility. I love creativity and fun, so anything that, would, that you would want to do that fits within those parameters, you're encouraged to do. If there's anything about Star Wars that you don't know about, you can always message me and ask. Also, if there are any details about Ryan you need to write the fic, you can always ask me as well. As far as the Soulmate Stroke plot device goes, like I said, I'm really open to anything. I know you said you don't know much about Star Wars, so if you need any ideas for that, I can always try to contribute. We recently covered the trope on our show, and he seemed to think it was very interesting. So I'd love to see that dynamic. Great. And she crushed it. Yeah, she crushed it. Crushed she it straight up crushed it. That's why I wanted that one to be last, because she, she did straight up crush the, that the Soulmate Stroke. That is dope. That is great. I love the, I love the barista. Kyle! Kyle! Kyle. That, was so, that was so big brain. That was, was so big brain of her to do. That's, this is great. Yeah. So I'm off, this is also a coffee shop thing. Yep, that's. I said I wanted. I wanted the tropes. I wanted as many as we could get. Oh, that's where she. Oh. Yeah. And at first she was like, "Yeah, I want to make it modern day." And I was like, "Really?" And then after I read it, I was like, "You're that's, the professional." No, that's the best. You're the when I realized he wasn't like on a spaceship, he lived in New York City. <clears> I'm like, "That's that is a fan fiction." Yeah, you're the professional here. Not why? Me. Why else would I want to read about Kylo Ren if he had literally no force powers and did not live in space nor knew what a lightsaber was? Yeah, I don't care about that. No. I just want to see what Kylo Ren looks like when he's, like, an assistant editor in GQ. <laughs> that's what he is at this point, basically. Yeah. So that's it. Those, that's are, your, those are your fiber. Wow, I'm blown away. I got you, I got you three fiber fix and a fursona. Wow. I'm blown away. Thank you. That's well, thank great. you to the guys. Or yeah. To the, to the, the squad that, that did everything. Six, three, two. She was great. Yeah, like I said, she was an absolute joy to, uh, park. to commission. Shurnaic? Yeah, Shurnaic. Shurnaic crushed it. Yeah. And, uh, archived. Archived. Love great it. job. Great. And PBC Bianca with your fursona. Yes. Now for t- oh, a one-day turnaround time on that drawing. Crazy. Like I said, we're going to post it. You'll see it on Twitter. Uh, for all I... Maybe Crush. she just has like, done like a million. He yeah. or she, they yeah. have done like a yeah. million. And it's like, mm, this one. Mm, yeah. This one, this one, this one. Yeah. And they, they, they actually said I didn't get them a lot to go off of. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, but it's great. So... Yeah. That's amazing. Everybody crushed it. I think everyone did a great job. That's great. Yeah. So to spend as much money as I did, which like I said, was about like 50 bucks or so <laughs> on those four <laughs> things... I think we crushed it. I think they, they knocked it out of the park. I thoroughly enjoyed reading and living out those yeah, stories. And I was in them. Yeah. I enjoyed being you a part of You were the character. God, man. The best fan fictions we've written. The most relatable, dynamic characters we've read on this show. Yeah. 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 For certainly. Sure. For certainly. Sure. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed them. I, I, I mean, I, they're all great. Yeah. No criticism for any of them. No. A lot of fun. Excellent leads. Excellent leads in each story. Yeah. <laughs> the Calvin Hobbes one took me a little bit to get around to it, but then at the end, at I, the really, end. I really like that it, it guy. Came around. I really like that guy. I identify with this Calvin guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, in in high school, everyone called me by my last name because there were just so many Alexes. Mm-hmm. So I really identify with the the, the, mm-hmm. the Calvin guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. as he was kicking your ass. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's that's my uh, self loathing manifesting itself in a fanfic. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Did you secretly write these? No, no. That's where I did. Just pocket the change yourself. What? What's up? <laughs> you mean just keep the money? <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't do that. Well, fantastic. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So that's that's fine. Like I said, all around, honestly, it was a good experience. I mean, uh, it was it was anything. Just sort of the worst part was the waiting. You know what I mean? Because you really, I mean, if, if you want them quick, you have to find someone that doesn't have any commissions mm-hmm. or has like one commission. Some of them have like a rush option where you can pay like an extra five dollars and yeah. get it like tomorrow. Yeah. I didn't do that because I was like, no, I want to take your time. I don't want to like put any pressure on you. Right. Which is fine. But uh, no, they were. 
like I said, they were all really great to work with. Shrenaic didn't, I mean, there wasn't a lot of communication there, but I still think they crushed it. I also, I mean, also, not to give myself too much credit, I did give, like, a lot of notes, yeah, notes, direction, yeah, yeah. direction, but I think they crushed it. Like I said, I don't know anything about Harry Potter, so, uh, and that could also be someone who wants to, who wants a fan fiction, but doesn't know a lot about the, the source material. I yeah, like, that last person didn't know anything about Star Wars, which is crazy, but still. Oh, I mean, she still crushed it. Absolutely. I mean, totally, not only crushed She's it. She's probably like, who's, who's, who's the hot guy? Kylo Ren? All right. Ben Swallow? What, what's his thing? He gets mad. All right. Yeah, I got it. I can do that better than the writers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that single fic was better than the entire uh, <laughs> sequel trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. But no, but I think I do think that also um, shows a writer who's intelligent in writing to their strengths. Absolutely. She doesn't know much about Star Wars. I requested a Star Wars fic, but I gave her that full creativity, and she said, "No, I want to do a modern day fic." She also said, "With the soulmate trope, I don't want to do a sex trope, a sex fic." And I was like, "I." I was like, fine. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, <laughs> no she's, she's like, are you okay if it's not an SFW? I'm like, yeah, I really don't care. And then she just sent it to me. I was like, that's SFW. That's, I'm going to read that's that. That's so at SFW. Work. Please read it at work. work. You, and now it's yours. This, this is my gift to you. You have all, you have your fursona. You have your, your fix. They're yours. There you go. I'm ready to join the community. There you go, dude. Uh, so sick. There you go. That's our, that's our Fiverr episode part one. There we part go. In. Part in. Uh, so now, now Ryan's familiar with Fiverr. You just gotta give me some Damn. some good commissions. Yeah, yeah. I want to make them about you. I want to make them about you because that was such a great experience. Yeah, to be in yeah. the story. It was a, it was a good experience to commission and get him back and be like, oh, he's gonna die. This one. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When I wrote the nine eleven thing, I was like, I was laughing so hard the first time <laughs> I read it because it was it was just the way she put it in. Where she, I'm just thinking about this file. I just saw it and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> just a crazy time. I was in New York. Yeah. It was like, 2001? Yeah. I, I will like say, the fall of 2001? Yeah. I, there, there was definitely the forbidden lovers trope there, but for some reason I really wanted like there to be a Ron involved and for you to like sidestep Ron. Yes. But, um, you know, for five bucks and a thousand words and for what we got, no complaints. No complaints whatsoever. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought I was also going to consider giving everyone the same prompt and just see what everybody did, but I thought that would get a little too repetitive. Mm, yeah. You mm, know that's, I mean? that's, that is interesting though. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it could be episode 57. <laughs> We're just gonna get people to write stuff. Like shit, yeah, I'm done looking at what people need yeah. on their own. I'm paying for I'm it. Paying, I'm yeah. gonna beat you now. Premium, yeah. absolutely. Fanfic content. Yeah. Um, there we are. That is, that is the the fiber episode part. Mm. What are you stoked on right now, bro? Oh man, uh, what am I stoked on? Jeez, I'm never. Where did spring this song? Is this an act? Um, do you it, or do you do this intentionally? Every time? <laughs> <laughs> like, is this just like? No, I'm not that good of an actor. Just um, become a meme at this point. I uh, have been binge watching no i'll save that for another one i just started reading this book it's called um it can't happen here by sinclair lewis okay uh was published in 1935 about how a populist politician can rise to power um and it was written it's written like before kind of the horrors of world war ii so they talk about like italy and germany and they talk about like hitler and like all the people are like well say what you will about this hitler fella but he but like it was like because it's written in 35 so it's like it's like not a time period where like you get to read a lot of like contemporary fiction and this guy yeah. Sinclair Lewis just like apparently he like had this thought in like late 1934 banged it out and like four months later he had a book and they published it um, and it's interesting because it goes it's like this character who is like becoming president and eventually the whole idea is it can't happen here each chapter ends with a character being like but it can't happen yeah, it can't here. Happen here like yeah. we're not gonna be, we can't yeah. be fascist it can't happen yeah. here um, and it's interesting because it's just like it's and everyone's like, oh, read this. It predicts Donald Trump and everything. But you read the book, and it's like, the character is, it's just populist. Yeah. It's just a populist guy. He's actually got, like, the universal basic income is some of the things that he's, like, going out there and, yeah. and touting and, like, all this Which stuff. Which is not like, a Donald Trump. Yeah, Trump. it's just like, <laughs> at all. it just goes to show yeah. where it's like, yeah, it, it can't happen here. Yeah. It can. Well, it's totally the, can in that's any what form. I, that's what I think is so funny, because Donald Trump is a populist president. 
Barack Obama was a populist president. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, populism itself is the issue, is the, is the, the, the disease, and we have symptoms of that disease. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all. I mean, populism was super popular in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that era of presidents are known as the populists and the progressives. Yeah. Got your Teddies. Your, Teddy your was Frankies. a populist president. Absolutely. What did he do? He, he was a rich millionaire from New York that got to go on every safari you could ever fucking buy mm-hmm. and went to the, the uh, national parks for fun and then lobbied and bought a lot of land to make it a national park. Um, TR is my favorite president, even though I'm kind of shit talking him. Mm-hmm. And then what does he do? He starts trust busting and breaking up monopolies, even though he himself is a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a populist oh, thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like this guy, this Sinclair Lewis guy, he's talking about like they like lay out the party platform. It's like no one person shall at any time have a wealth of more than $3 million and like all money earned above that goes to the government. Is that really part of the stuff. book? Yeah, it's all part of the book. And it's so like, oh, I wonder if we've heard that from anybody <laughs> nowadays. It's um it's it's cra- it's a crazy book. It's funny. It's yeah. like a satire. Yeah. Um and it's just really smart because it's like a lot of stuff that's like, yeah, I mean that has happened throughout history and yeah. it's 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 a, it's and it's a very interesting time i've never read a book from someone in that time period where you really don't know what's coming Good. and it's like you're thinking about these regimes and these yeah, governments yeah. as like political experiments mm-hmm. but this author really seems to know that there's some bad stuff coming so and I, it hasn't happened yeah yet. 35 germany was not too wild yet it was still wild yeah it was not too wild yet uh, i can tell you that just historically speaking the thing about Mussolini that they said is he made the trains run on time yeah that was, that was a big thing. It was, yeah. it was like, oh, he makes the trains run on time. There that was a, well, that late. was a big thing about in, um, even in Syria. They're like, well, our, our trash is being collected. Yeah. Finally. Finally. That yeah. was like the first thing ISIS could do. It was like, we're going to set up trash collection. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's not that bad. Yeah. It was like, trash, oh, not too bad. If you like, uh, it couldn't happen here. I've never read that. You just heard about it from you. I've heard about it before, but I definitely didn't know what it was. Philip Roth, The Plot Against America. It's an HBO series as well. Mm-hmm. It is uh, alternative history where uh, Charles Lindbergh beats... FDR in 1936. Interesting. And this is the 36 election. That's what his book's about. Lindbergh was notoriously, um, I don't want to say notoriously fascist, but didn't hate Hitler and was notoriously for appeasement. Mm. And so it's about if Lindbergh wins and doesn't get involved in World War II mm-hmm. and allows the United States to become anti-Semitic. Yeah. Plot Against America. Great show. I haven't read the book, but if you like uh, Couldn't Happen Here, I I'd also would recommend uh, Plot Against America. It seems like they're yeah, absolutely. Right absolutely. Uh, it's taken me a long time to read it, but you could probably burn through in like 15 minutes. Um, it couldn't happen here. Yeah. It can't happen here is, uh, yeah. It's, it's no, I, no, I, I'm into very it. interested in getting that. I'll have yeah, to I'm read it. Yeah, I just, uh, I, well, this isn't my stoke then, but I did just read the Great Bread book from Neil Gaiman in a, day, in a day. Okay. It's a kid's book, but it's like 250 pages, or 270 pages. But yeah, That's I more pages than I can read. Fucking burned through that. It's a great book. Great book. It's uh, the jungle book, but with uh, ghouls and ghosts mm. and goblins. And nice. No goblins, but uh, vampires and werewolves. Ghouls and ghosts, no goblins. No okay. We'll get a fiver commission, throw some goblins we'll in there. Some goblins in. Um, my stoked on, jeez. Uh, everyone just, I put it on Twitter that we are, I was in Maine. That was a lot of fun. That place is great. I brought mm-hmm. you back some blueberry ale, for those of you who don't know, like I didn't until I got there. They're very big into blueberries beside lobsters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm stoked on Maine. I don't, th- I don't know if that's a sufficient stoked on. Sure. So I mentioned him in, I think, two episodes before, uh, Joji. He's a, um, I think he's J-pop, technically. Japanese pop. Okay. But he's, I don't know, he's weird. He's, like, from Japan, but he, like, also grew up in Australia and the U.S. So he has, like, he doesn't have, like, an accent when he speaks Tough or anything. inner city, intercontinental that's, growing up. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what it was, I guess. Um, but he just came out with a song uh, with Diplo. And it is a very good song. I want to make sure I, I don't get the, the name wrong because he actually has an album coming out in September uh, called Nectar that I'm very excited for. Um, Daylight, Joji and Diplo. Hmm. It's very good. He has this really weird style in his past few songs because his first album was like all the music videos were just him dying. 
like literally just him dying in a different way. I don't know. It's really weird. Interesting. Um, it's like it's a uh, it's sort of like a lo-fi J lo-fi J-pop sound. Ooh, that's some cool walking music. That's exactly what it is. And it's it's music. very good writing music for me as well because it really helps me like dial in. He, he's he's a singer performer or just like beat maker. Singer performer, and I think he helps make the beats. Okay. Um, and he uh, daylight's really good. Give me love is a good song. Totally different than the rest. He has one called Run, which is like stellar, and then Sanctuary. Those are his past four singles. They're all stellar. Yeah, send me send, um, send those to me. I well. will. Yeah. Um, our uh, sanctuary has this great music video with like um, space. Uh-huh. It's all like space themed, and then all the other ones are like becoming space themed too. So now everyone is like guessing that nectar. That's, that's big in J-pop is like yeah. to have like a, a running story between all your music yes. videos. Yes. Uh, um, and for those who or don't K-pop, know, K-pop. That's guts for K-pop. Yeah. Th- this got a lot of people angry on Twitter, but like I really couldn't give two shits. Uh, Do you know Filthy Frank on YouTube? No. You know Filthy Frank? No. He was in the same vein as like iDubs TV and H3H3, Max Mofo, those guys. Yeah. That's Filthy Frank. He quit doing YouTube videos. He was. Uh, oh my I gosh, it's like that one. What was that guy? He was like a writer, actor, and then he started doing music, and then he was Lando. Some like a no, little, yeah, 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 yeah whatever guy. Yeah, it's like that guy. Was it Donald Glover or was it Charles Gambino? That, I think it was Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. That's it. You son of a bitch. Danny Glover. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people didn't like Filthy Frank. <laughs> he's he's a like I would say. I don't really watch him, but he's like an absurdist comedian, anti-whatever, um, anti-PC, I would say, absurdist comedian, doing skits and shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch him, but he, his music is, I like his music, so. <laughs> okay. So I'm sucked in Joji. Oh, that's this guy? I know. Filthy Frank, guy. yeah, Pink Guy. guy. That's the his. Pink Guy, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he also, I'm stoked on the album coming out. I'm really excited for that. Um, I think it's going to be good. And I also think it's good for me to be stoked on something that doesn't have anything to do with Dune or DC, so. Yeah, Pink Guy. This was R.I.P. Filthy Frank because he, he literally just stopped putting out content. People like got really upset because he was putting out music as Pink Guy and as Filthy Frank and everyone was like, oh, you're great, Joji. And then uh, he was like, I'm going to quit. And they're like, oh, that's a funny joke. And then he really did. Hmm. But then what was funny is he got really big in the J-pop. It's like a walking phoenix actually became a rapper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he got really big in the J-pop and K-pop spheres and then they found out that he was Filthy Frank and they like tried to cancel him. Hmm. And he was like, I don't really give two shits if you're upset about it. So. 2.4 billion views. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah send me some of those. Yeah, songs. so Joji, Daylight is a, just an absolute fucking bop. It's a great song. So, Stoked on Filthy Frank. Or That's not Filthy Frank, Stoked on Joji. So. That's great. So, just listening to him. Smooth smooth tunes. So, there we go. That's the episode. That's a fiber episode. We dunked on Mashable. That's a sode right there. That's man. a sode, bro. That's a big time sode. We, we read over your your fiber fix. Mm-hmm. They're all about you. That are great. I love them all. Yeah. I love them all. Thank and then, you so uh, much. We talked about uh, Populous Terrors. Oh, great. That's fun. I mean, that's par for the course for us. Yeah, fanfic episode. Uh, exactly. So there you go. Listen to us, uh, all our other episodes. Uh, stay tuned for a part part dose, mm-hmm. hopefully. Uh, uh, <laughs> hopefully. I hopefully, mean, the world hopefully. may end tomorrow. We'll we don't know. This might be the very shit. last thing you ever hear. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, you're in good company then. You know? uh, <laughs> going out on a high note. Going out on a high note. You know, what better could you be doing? End of the bang. Uh, follow us on the Twitters and uh, the YouTubes and review us and all that nonsense. Mm. Yeah. Is that good? I don't know. Is that a good outro? I think that's a good outro. Oh, sick. So, Ryan, what should what, we... What, what, what? You, you did all this nice stuff for me. I would like to give I would like to give you the last word today. No, 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 no. What should we remember? I'll take the pressure of the last word, I suppose. Um, you can't you can't come at me 55 episodes in and ask me to do the, what we should remember. I want to give you something. I want to give you no. a gift. Okay, fine, fine, fine. You can't come at me last episode, like the, the 55 episodes, like, oh, no, you'll, you'll have the last word this time. Fine. What the fuck? Because I wanted, I wanted no. to give... I wanted to give... It's not that. nice. Fine, great. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was a wonderful experience. I'm honored to have these stories written for me. Thank you so much to the writers. 
to everybody, though art may just be an illusion, I believe that I found my enchanted love in all of these wonderful tales. Untitled Brian Thicke.